You're listening to the Driving Confidence Podcast for drivers who want to be calm and confident on the road. We will be sharing tips, stories and advice to beat driving nerves and anxiety and build your driving confidence. Whether you are just starting out as a learner or have had your driving license for years, if you want to transform how you feel about driving, this podcast is for you. So in this episode, we're welcoming back David, who first came on the podcast over a year ago now to talk to us while he was taking his driving lessons. And then he came back just over a year ago to let us know how things had gone when he passed his driving test. And Neil, David, it's great to welcome you back again a year on your year anniversary of driving. So welcome back. Thank you, Tracy. It's odd because... I had it in my head that August the 5th, that's when I passed. And then I shared sort of driving and then got my own car October 10th, something like that. So yeah, it feels like it's flown by Tracy, definitely. Brilliant. It's lovely as a driving instructor, I get to talk to people that have passed their test and get to find out how they're finding it. Was their lessons okay? Did it impact in what they do and what new things that you may have experienced since passing your test and driving independently? Yeah. I mean, when I first went out, it was strange because I passed and I had all this sort of uh, enthusiasm for getting out on the road myself. And then I thought, oh, I, I, oh I've not got my driving instructor next door to me. Uh, I've not got that safety valve, you know. What am I going to do? But of course, I have my cheerleader. I call her my cheerleader, Renata Moore. Someone that has got a lot more experience than me, but was very, very calm and said, look, don't be pushed into straight away going on the M25 or any busy road, you know, take it as you want. And I think because I did that, that has stood me in good stead because I'm not putting myself under too much pressure. I'm doing it how I want, regardless of friends or family feel. It's my car, it's my license, it's my life, you know. So I'm quite proud that I was, but in a nice way, not in a nasty way or, or, or anything like that, but I just wanted to do it in my way. If I wanted to go to Tesco, if I wanted to go to my mum's, I'll go there or no one. And all these little places I had in my head to go to, I almost had a little plan. Oh, I want to do that this week. Do that next week. Little baby steps, definitely. Uh, and these steps continue today. Um, you know, I'm certainly, I wouldn't say I'm 100% the confident driver, but I'm getting there because I think, You've done it now. You don't have to prove to anyone, you know, just go out there. And if you want to go on the main road, the A12 or or whatever, then do it. But if you don't, you don't have to. I love that making choices and baby steps. Yeah. I mean, it's so important, isn't it? Like you say, it's your car. It's your license. You Mm. do it your way. Absolutely. Yeah. And. I think that's why a lot of people potentially get it wrong. So they pass their test and think, that's it. I've got to do this. And Mm. 100% agree with you, David, taking it in your own ways and just thinking about, well, 
this is what I want to do. I don't want to do that. I want to do this. Yeah, absolutely. Gradually increasing that comfort zone. So you're starting off, like you say, with sort of like a trip to Tesco's and then you said there about each week maybe having a bit of a plan to go a little bit further, do something a little bit different and just gradually pushing the edges of that comfort zone out. Yeah, I I think it's, it's important because then you're in control of what you're doing and what you want to do. I mean, there, there are many people that can give you advice at the end of the day. I mean, I had, I remember when I first started and I passed, I had a conversation about speed. Okay. Not going to name names, but to me, I was looking around when I was driving. Well, I'm going 30, just, you know, which I should do for streetlights and that they've got to be going 40. And then I was thinking, well, it's up to them at the end of the day, their choice, they're risking. But I thought to myself, I'm not going to risk my driving license that I've worked so hard for, oh. you know, for so long, not just monetary, but the time, the effort and everything just to prove to someone said, no, I remember, uh, oh, you won't get anywhere if you stick to speed lyrics, not going to name names again. But do you know what, Kev? I thought to myself, no, I'm not going to be like that. I'm going to stick to it. If it's 20 miles an hour, 20, if it's 30, whatever it is, I'm going to stick to it, you know, because my license is too valuable. Yeah. And it's, it's so important that, that you've, like you said, you've worked so hard to get it. So to have it taken away from you would be almost like devastating, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah it would. I would be devastated, Kev. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. And don't forget, we've all had those moments as well where we've had somebody who wants to go faster, we're doing the speed limit, somebody overtakes you because they want to go faster. And then, of course, you end up sitting behind them at the traffic lights. So yes. that comment <laughs> uh, that comment about you'll never get anywhere if you stick to the speed limit, we get that proof all the time that actually, mm. yes, I do get somewhere at pretty much the same time as you by yeah. sticking to the speed limit. And I'm saving money on fuel and I'm safer and I'm maintaining my license. Absolutely. Yeah. And you're probably more relaxed as well, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what? That there's a route that I go to, uh, my uncle and it goes 30, then it'll go 40. Then it'll go 50, then it'll go right back down to 30. And it's almost like you think you're uh, walking. You see the motorcyclists and they'll just zoom past. And I think, okay, you're not stuck to the speed limit. I'm going to. I don't care if you get annoyed with me, you know, you're, you're frustrated. But I'm sorry, but that's the way it is. Yeah. yeah. The speed limits are there for a reason. Absolutely, Caleb. You know, and it's, it's, it's something we teach in lessons, but then other people, whether it's confidence or they've never been caught on that road, so they feel it's safe, nothing's ever happened on that road. Yeah. Um, they just drive differently, don't they? But great that you're making your own choices and not being pushed by others. Yeah. And not letting that rattle you either. Yeah. And not letting that dip your confidence. Actually, and you sound really confident in your choice and that's brilliant. Yeah. Thank you. So 
since you've been driving then independently now, what things have you come across that you thought, oh, that was really good. I wish I'd done that in my lessons or something different that you've not encountered before. Have you come across anything so far? Uh, yeah, the other day, actually, a, a real sort of, what I say, gridlock in terms of, uh, you know, being stuck behind track with it. I mean, the A12 in near Colchester was a completely uh, shut off five or six hours. Any direction, I did actually go to a post office and it was only like a normally a 10 minute trek. It took me over an hour, but again, it's something that I, I put in my head that I'm learning, you know, the patience, first of all, patience. There's nothing I can do. I can't fly over the top of that cars, you know. I, I saw people sometimes go on the pavement, but, you know, I was, I, I just, yeah, I, I just stuck there. I put stereo on, music on, and, and that's something I've not really come across during lessons. Not to that level anyway, definitely not, um, you know, to that delay. Mm. And how did you find that different to what you'd used to then? I found it because I was, again, I had to make choices. Uh, if I go here, um, I, I might be stuck. Uh, if I go there, but it actually ended up, whichever direction I went, I was still delayed. So, you know, because it was literally Chelmsford. Colchester and all, all in between, it, it really did have an effect. But I was very much still really, really focused, and particularly on the motorcyclists who would sort of weave through because they can, they've got smaller vehicles, etc., etc. But I was thinking, if that happened every day, I mean, it wouldn't. But of course, if you went onto a main road or A12 or whatever it is, you, you, you've got to encounter those sort of things. So I actually saw it as a positive. That sounds strange because, you know, it's taken an hour, but then there are going to be times when I'm going to come across these kind of things. Yeah. And it, it's, I mean, I, I love your attitude to driving. It's so positive. You're saying you're still learning, which we all are. Even people that have been driving for 30, 40 years, we're still learning. There's new situations that happen new things on cars. Um, so yeah, I just love the attitude that you're taking with you into the car. It's great. I'm just going to jump in here to let you know about our Drive Calm journal. We've created a 12-week prompt journal to support our listeners to take action and improve driving confidence. The journal includes questions, prompts and exercises to create an action plan and an opportunity for reflection afterwards. Search Drive Calm on Amazon to take a look. We hope it helps. What have been some of the highlights, David? Some of the things that you've really appreciated the fact that you've got your own car and can drive? I think it's that independent. I mean, if my mum needs shopping or Renato or Philip needs to go to the doctor's or something like that, and see my uncle, it is that I can just get in the car. You know, I've not got to rely on someone else. And uh, I think each time that I do a new thing, I kind of pat myself on the back that I've done it. I mean, I remember when I went to Fred today, I was like so giddy. It was just a place that I love. And to go there and be able to take my wife was fantastic. 
describing that feeling, you felt giddy. And every time you think about that, you remember that feeling. You're celebrating that success. You've done something different. You've patted yourself on the back. You're proud of yourself. And that builds confidence. That yeah, positivity yeah. helps you to build your confidence. Mm. And I'm not going, uh, oh, I'm out of my comfort zone here. I don't think I can do that. Now it's like, uh, I've done it. I've done that. Let's let's do this, you know? Yeah, and it's really nice, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I don't, we know people that have contacted us and unfortunately don't have the same experiences of yourself. So what for me is like, how can you help others? And what would be the one thing that you would say to someone that's just passed their test, mm. looking to go out on their own? What would you, what would be a bit of advice that you would give to others? I would say have a plan, say for example, 10, 15 minutes, you've got a group. You don't really know the group. Go on Google, have a look, you know, I mean, uh, I've driven and, and I've driven the wrong way and so what, you know. I remember when I went on the A12 and I thought I was lost. And then I saw a sign, I thought, if I get a sign that says culture, I know I'm in the right direction. So, you know, just kind of plan, use the support. If you have someone that's really supportive, you know, a partner or a friend, but make sure they are supportive and then they don't crush you, you know, because it's important. Um, it's so easy to be crushed and don't rush into it. If you're not ready, you know, if you're not ready to, to go out uh, independently, don't do it. You know, when you, when you're ready, you'll know when you're ready. Cause you build up that confidence. You think, yeah, I can do that. You know, I can take a friend out, make sure that the friend is supportive and, uh, gets behind you. Your cheerleader, I suppose, uh, Tracy Kev. You know, we all have a, we all have a cheerleader, you know, I, I, or a hero. Someone said to me, when I was learning to drive, think of your hero. And then every time you kind of have a bit of a challenge or you think, oh, I'm not doing very well, kind of uh, look at that hero and try and imagine that hero's in the car with you and the hero's going, come David, you can do that. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I love that as well. It, it, it reminded me of uh, one of the things that we have talked about in some of our talks is what would Batman do? So that's sort of, if you're feeling nervous and anxious, it's like, what would Batman do? Yeah. And, you know, be a bit more Batman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Either one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. So as a year on, what's the next plan for for you to carry on driving what's what, what's your plans now i'd like to go further afield if we have a holiday you know share the driving i might you know i've gone in i've gone in the a12 i might try the dreaded uh m25 you know and I, I might just do it because i've not necessarily got somewhere to go so yeah. for me it would be like a little bit of a stepping stone like i've done it and again, yep. completely stepping out of my comfort zone, but hey, ho, I can do it. I know I can literally. do it. Yeah. But just by literally taking everything that you've done so far and applying it into that next mm -hmm. slightly challenging goal. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. 
small steps again, small isn't it? Small baby steps. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it may not happen tomorrow, but it will happen. When I know I'm ready, I'll just, like, I remember when I first uh, passed, I did go out on my own after work and I just put the music on and just went around a little bit just for a drive, you know? Nice. And I know we've been we're talking off air just before we started the recording. How are you finding insurance and MOTs and tax and all that now as well? That's a bit of a minefield. Is I got a quote that's quite a high and I thought, oh, that's a bit high, it? So how, when I've said to me, well, call them. You never know. They might get it down. So they said, have you had any more quotes? So I said, I hadn't. So we went on a compare market, you know, and so forth. And we got a quote that was uh, a lot lower. So then I started uh, haggling a little bit with them. Yeah, and I got it down to quite reasonable, you know, amount. So that was, I felt good about that. I had to get, I had to get the windscreen repaired. Again, nothing. That's something I've never done before, you know. So I got that sorted out with Autoglass. There are other, other companies. So it, it was, yeah, it was all new to me. But again, I had my cheerleader who was helping me along the way, you know. So neat things, we have to do them, don't we? And it's, I know they're in the theory about what is a tax, how long does it last, that sort of thing. But actually doing them yourself is, is it can be quite daunting, can't it? Yeah, well, it's remembering it for me anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I had, I had all the sort of dates that were coming up in my phone, you know, sort of note pad on my phone. I thought, oh, no, this is coming up. This is coming up. I've got to do that. So I'm very much, you probably know by now that I'm very much uh, planning on it. I do plan. I plan my work. I plan tomorrow. And I know that plans always don't come off. But I think if you've got plan or you plan it, it's more likely you don't get stressed and it's more likely you'll have more confidence, I would say. Yeah, no, I agree. Yes. I agree. Because you can see it. it, it if you, I know some people like to write it down and they use sort of like lists. Mm-hmm. Some people, they draw a mind map so it looks more visual. But a plan's a plan. And when you see it written down, it's out of your head. You can actually look at it. With perspective, can't yes, you? Yeah, you can look at things objectively and, yeah. um, and make sure that you're not leaving things till the last minute because as soon as you leave something to the last minute, you're in a rush and yeah. that makes you watch it. Yeah. And sometimes if it's the last minute, uh, Tracy, I think you you can make the wrong decision and, and maybe regret it further along the line. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, 100% agree there. Well, David, thank you so much for coming on and giving us an update. And I'm sure that what you've said will really resonate with other people. So people who have their test coming up and are a little bit worried about what it's going to be like after they've passed, but also other people who have recently passed and are new drivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and thanks for sharing some of those experiences because it is... Some people, you know, they may feel it's it's only them and everyone's really confident and off they go and they're driving on motorways within six hours of passing their test or whatever. So it's it's nice to hear people's real life experiences and that you are doing fantastic. 
Yeah. And I think how your DNA is how the majority of people do as well. So I think that I think there's people who do jump on the motorway within a couple of days are in the minority. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And we've loved hearing how you've been getting on over the months where you've kept in touch with us. And it's just been great. You have done brilliantly. Thank you. Yeah. I I think the final thing I'd like to say is that just don't be, don't be pressurized. You know, yeah. don't be pressurized in, in to learn, you know, how you learn. And then when you pass, uh, don't be pressurized in what you're doing and how you're doing it. Do your own thing. Lovely. Yeah. Well, great words. What a fantastic note to end on. Thank you so much, David. No problem. Thank you, David. No problem. You take care. Have a good afternoon. Thank you for listening. Find out about the different ways that you can work with us on our website, www.confidentdrivers.co.uk and begin to transform the way you feel about driving.